Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And this is our one on a Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, January 17th. Come on in, stay a while. Gang's all here. Yes, Fritzy is here. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. The playmaker, Michael Irvin. Been a while since we've had him on. Mike will join us later on. We'll have more insights into Jim Harbaugh. He met with the Chargers, met with the Falcons, while still negotiating with Michigan. Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports has been covering that and had some uh, great details, so he'll join us coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Good morning. You're watching on Peacock. Thank you for allowing us into your homes. And for those listening on radio, thank you for allowing us into your cars as you commute or maybe you're still at home. And uh, Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio, will have a poll question coming up. And a few other comments coming up on the uh, Patriot way. Until it's not the Patriot way. You know, that's the one organization that I can think of in my 40 years doing this that you didn't get information out of. If you did, it was really, really rare. The Patriot way, nobody said anything. Nobody spoke uh, out of school. Now, all of a sudden, Bill Belichick is gone, and they're open for business. Now you're picking sides on what was going on with Belichick and Robert Kraft and his son. Also, the quarterbacking position with Mac Jones, he seems to be used as a pawn there. Bill didn't want him. Uh, The Kraft family got more and more involved. And then Belichick is the guy who said to the Kraft family, Let's move on from Tom. He can't play anymore. And then Tom wins the Super Bowl. And then Robert Kraft reportedly says to Bill Belichick, I thought you told me he can't play anymore. He won a bleeping Super Bowl. But uh, Bill Belichick was cleaning out his office just a couple of days after the loss to the Jets. But it feels like there's a whole lot more that went on there in the last decade. And it felt like the Kraft family was taking more control And it wasn't a question of if, but when Bill Belichick was going to leave. All right. Poll question. What do you have, Seton, for the first hour of this program? Who would you rather have coach your NFL team? Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh? Now, I know you're simplifying that, but it's not as simple because if you said Jim Harbaugh is going to coach Justin Herbert and the Chargers, 
or Bill Belichick was, I would take Jim Harbaugh. If you said the Dallas Cowboys, Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick, I'd say Bill Belichick. How about the Atlanta Falcons? So Harbaugh interviews with the Falcons. Bill Belichick interviews with the Falcons. If I would have said that at the beginning of the year, hey, you know, the Falcons, they're going to have a coaching vacancy. And I would have said, okay. Oh, you know who they're going to interview? Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh. Now, Harbaugh, I'd go, okay, because he's been trying to get back into the NFL. But for Belichick and the juicy irony of he's now going to coach the Falcons, then I would say, no, that's not happening. But here we are, and the Falcons, the Falcons are swinging for the fences. You know, Arthur Blank is, you know, going after the biggest names. See if he can reel one in, because he's another owner who almost won a Super Bowl. He's been closer than Jerry Jones has. He's got everything, but he doesn't have anything. He's always on the sidelines. He's ready to celebrate, and then, no, crushing. But now he's swinging, swinging for the fences. You're not bringing in a young offensive coordinator and Arthur Smith. Now you're going after big boys here. And, uh, and I give him credit because you did credit because uh, <laughs> yeah. I give, give him credit because he's got skilled position players. I, I, they have a nucleus here. And that's Belichick wants to get that team that is undervalued from the standpoint of just like when Brady went to the Buccaneers. I think we were surprised because we thought, well, he's going to go to a team that's sort of a 500 team. Well, he saw that they were far more than that, and they were further along than we thought. And maybe Belichick and Jim Harbaugh look at the Falcons and go, okay, we just have to get a quarterback. Well, that's how all these coaches lost their jobs because they didn't have a quarterback. That's what I love about the Chargers job. I have my quarterback. He's under contract. Can I look at free agency and go, okay, uh, who's out there? Who are you going to get? And that's the tricky part with all of this. Who's my quarterback? That's why all of these jobs are open, except for the Chargers, because Brandon Staley just didn't do a good job managing that team. And he had his quarterback. Yeah, Paul. If you were deciding between Belichick and Harbaugh, how much, if at all, would the age difference matter? There's an 11-year age difference. Oh, yeah, that would matter because I don't know how long, you know, Bill wants to coach for. I mean, is he going to coach for three years? Is he going to coach till he gets the record? Is he going to coach till uh, you know, he gets deep into the playoffs? Uh, Harbaugh, I could see him maybe, you know, a decade coaching, whether it's at Michigan and or the NFL. And I know that they're talking about Jim Harbaugh with this, uh, hey, are we going to give him a 10-year deal? He's going to make $11.5 million. Well, that's not his final contract because he could be two years in and say, you know what? Yeah, I won another national championship. Now I really want to coach in the NFL. And he made a point to say after he won the national title, hey, I get to sit at the big boy table. His dad won a national championship and his brother won a Super Bowl. He won a national championship, but it still feels like and this may be me kind of uh, letting you into my world with my brothers, we're competitive. Family dynamics like that are so funny. I know. That's why when you go, wait, everybody should be happy. Yeah, there's competition. And if you're Jim Harbaugh and John won a Super Bowl, boy, it'd be nice to have a Super Bowl and a national championship because then I get to sit at the head of the table. 
Jim's that competitive. Then you could sit around and be like, you know, I got to tell you, I can't tell which one was more difficult. <laughs> I mean, they both come with uh, unique challenges. Or I'm not sure which ring I'm going to wear today. <laughs> oh, John, you're wearing your Super Bowl ring. I, I'm going to wear the national championship. You know what? I'm going to put my Super Bowl ring on. Family dynamics there, the competition that's there, the ego that's there. That factors into all of this. Because Jim has done everything you would want, considering what has happened in, what is, nine years there at Michigan. You know, couldn't beat Ohio State. Got to beat Ohio State. Can't beat Ohio State. All right. Maybe you're not the guy. Maybe we're going to cut your salary here. Oh, wait a minute. You beat Ohio State. Oh, you beat him again. Oh, you're going to play for national. Oh, you won a national championship. And then Jim's taking the victory lap like, all right, I'm going to make you sweat a little bit here. Cha-ching. Yeah. Because he's going to get paid. The question is, and there's language in the contract, according to Dan Wetzel, of let's say something happens with the NCAA and Michigan wants to move on from Jim Harbaugh. He doesn't want to have the language in there that allows them to move on if it's NCAA-related. Now, it could be performance-related, but Jim, I think, is trying to protect himself. If he stays there, that he doesn't get fired if... The sanctions come back, and you know they come down hard on Michigan. What other poll question do you have, Seaton? Well, who whose future are you more curious about, Belichick's or Harbaugh's? I would say Belichick because I believe Harbaugh is going to go back to the NFL. It's not this time around; it'll be in a couple of years. Belichick to go to another team—that would be so bizarre to see him wearing somebody else's hoodie. Now, carved up sweatshirt there on the sidelines. How many games is he away? 15. 15. Now, if he went to the Cowboys, then that would be mind-blowing, where you're going, oh, my God, he's coaching the Cowboys and maybe gets them to a Super Bowl and surpasses Don Shula's all-time record. So I, I would say, Bill, just because I never thought we would get to this day. Harbaugh, I'm not surprised. And won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if he goes back. And I won't be surprised if he goes to the NFL. I think it's more of the job that you would take to leave Michigan. And I would stay at Michigan. But I get it with these coaches. It feels like the NFL has more stability than college does. And it used to be these control freaks. You know, that's why Nick Saban's like, eh, transfer portal, NIL. You don't want to deal with that. And they didn't have to deal with that for decades. Because it was like, uh, let's just pay some players under the table. We'll get the best players we can get. Now, you could probably use that response <laughs> for a lot of coaches. But, hey, let's stockpile players on scholarship. And we can do that. And that's what, that's what happened. It was You were able to control everything. Now you can't control anything. Because that kid has all the leverage. Imagine you're a freshman. You rush for, I don't know, 1,200 yards. You go to one of these big-time coaches and you go... Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to stay. I'd like to stay. But um, yeah, I'd like to redo my deal. That's what's going on right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so you got these guys, the you know, big-time coaches are like, you got to be kidding me. You know, they're thought bubbles as they're sitting there with this kid, 19 years of age, just rushed for 1,200 yards, you know, projected to be a first-rounder in a couple of years. Man, 
I like to redo my deal. Again, the coaches are like, wait a minute. <laughs> you can't redeal, redo your deal <laughs> after one good, re- yeah. one good season. Yeah. You're going to redo your deal. That's not how it works. This is a contract. Oh. But, but that's the headache that you have with college football, or at least these guys who already have that mindset of, we control everything here, and then you don't control anything. And I, I could see where that, you know, I mean, Nick Saban left because of that. Reggie Bush was with us yesterday, and he said he firmly believes NIL. That's one of the reasons. That's why you have to have young, energetic coaches who can deal with the transfer portal. They can deal with NIL. They understand this is the new way of doing business. And that's where I want to see how long it's sustainable for Dion at Colorado. Because he basically said that he opened everybody's eyes to this. He said, this is what's going on now. Let's not kid anybody. It's about the transfer portal and what I can do for you and you can do for me, and we're in business together. By the way, Mike Tomlin is back for 2024. Not sure why he didn't say that. I don't know why he didn't say that after the loss. Unless he was offended by the uh, reporter's question of, hey, uh, you know, you got one year left on your deal. Bill, I, I didn't finish my question. I didn't even get to ask the question. But uh, he says he's coming back for 2024. Yes, Seton. It's probably just emotional. I mean, they just lost. But it's probably been a long season for him and uh, got a kind of a, a, an appropriate question, but in his mind, a dumbass question that he didn't feel like answering right now. So he just walked away. I kind of get that. But then you're adding more to it. So you don't want to answer that question. So now you're going to answer more questions with, well, why did you walk? That's what I'd want to know. Why did you walk off the podium after the loss, Coach? Yeah. But what if he blew up on the person instead? Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's... I'm just trying to, like, devil's advocate it. Yeah. It just feels like Tomlin deals with this as well as anybody. I mean, you're 17 years in. You're going to get a question you don't like. Or how do I answer this? See, I feel like it's exactly. He's 17 years in. Why, do, why do I have to deal with this crap? You know, he's earned the right to not have to do that. But to walk off? See that? I don't know. Maybe, I, yeah, maybe he was about to lose it and said, "In, I'd be better served mm, walking." Self-preservation kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like I know what's about to happen, right. and I've got enough control to walk. Mm-hmm. That's what I read from it. Yeah. Yes, Todd. It seemed unnecessarily dramatic. You could just say a myriad of things, including I'm not going to answer that right now. We, we just lost. Let me uh, deal with the uh, season ending a little more abruptly than I had anticipated. But uh, thank you. I'm yeah. not thinking to myself right now, okay? There's guys in that locker room hurting. <laughs> Are hurting. Okay? okay? That's what I'm thinking about right now. I'm not thinking about myself right now, okay? By the way, uh, Nick Sirianni is reportedly <laughs> meeting with the owner of the Eagles today. Swipe card. Uh, here you go. Playbook. Here you go. Parking pass. Here you go. Can I keep the visor? Yeah, keep the visor. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> Is this a situation where Nick Sirianni fires all the assistants and gets one more year? But he already lost his coordinators last right. uh, last couple of years. Which is why they lost this year. Yes. Yeah. You know who's getting a lot of heat? Jalen Hurts. That's new. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's new? Jalen Hurts. Yeah, is that an old headline? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have a good year this year. This is where I always will go one more year instead of giving you the contract extension a year early. Always. I don't care who it is. You know, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. Who else did I say this about? 
Uh, even Josh Allen. Like, you just go, give me one more year. You know, Danny Dimes. I'm like, no. D- you know, make him prove it one more year. Because it it's such a fickle league. And I talked to a former defensive coordinator last night who said, once the league gets a book on you, now they want to see how you react. The league has a book on Jalen Hurts. And so now it's up to him and Nick Sirianni or whoever's the coach, offensive coordinator. Now you have to react. It's, it's a game of chess all the time. Take away that, now what do you do? All right, you, we took away that, now what do you do? And that's what Jalen Hurts has to do. Now he has to be able to play chess again. And maybe he wasn't healthy. I know the knee, that was a big deal. And, uh, you know, even the finger, although Troy said during the game or prior to the game, that shouldn't be an issue. He looked like he was throwing the ball really well. You know, Tampa just beat him. Yeah, they were more physical. They just beat him. I watched the replay of that game That's last fun. night. That's fun, though. And I'm going, I'm still yelling at the Eagles to tackle. I'm going, tackle him. And, you know, I think it, they thought it was two-hand touch. And even then, they didn't do well with that. I'm going, oh, my God, Chris Godwin is looking like Gail Sayers going down the field. And I know quit is a terrible word to use. It is. And, and I would hate for somebody to say that about me if I played. But it just, they, they felt, and it's semantics. They just felt less than inspired. Like, did it mean, it's almost like they knew they weren't a Super Bowl caliber team. Right? It just felt like, yeah, yeah, we're in the playoffs, but Tampa was thrilled to be in, and they played that way. The Lions, thrilled to be in. They played that way. The Cowboys were already thinking about Vegas, and they played that way. Packers, inspired, thrilled, young team, quarterback, rally behind him. And they played like that. It's not a coincidence. Baltimore can't play entitled. San Francisco can't play entitled. Every game. Every single game. Do what you need to do right in front of you. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from Patrick Mahomes. We'll also uh, hear an interesting question that was posed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, Todd Bowles, and uh, phone calls. We'll settle on our poll question as well. We're 18 after the hour. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer you can't refuse. I did watch a little bit of The Godfather 2 last night. You know, with, don't want Fredo going out on the boat, and I felt bad. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, you're not coming back. But have you seen one? Yeah, I, I kind of seen it bits and pieces. <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of The Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 
All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did watch some NBA last night. Joel Embiid and the Sixers beat the Nuggets. Embiid went for 41 so he scored at least 30 points in 18 consecutive games. Only three players in NBA history have accomplished that. Wilt Chamberlain did it four times. James Harden and Elgin Baylor are the other two. And by the way, James Harden and the uh, new and improved Clippers have won 8 of 10. Harden says that he wants a contract where he will end his career with the Clippers. Got a new arena, by the way. Any reason to uh, talk about Steve Ballmer? And we still have to get him on the show. What did the Clippers say when we say we want Steve Ballmer? Sorry, he's just not available right now. But uh, you know, let's uh, revisit that down the road. So he's not been available for four years. He's very busy. 
He's got a lot so of stuff. So am I. I know you are. I know. But if you say to them, 24 hours a day, I'll be available. He should be available for like seven minutes Mr. or so. Mr. Balmer can do something at 3.30 a.m. I will Eastern do that. I Wednesday. will come in and do that. All right? You let them know that I'll do that. He was in his little safety vest and hard hat. You know? I know. I love that. <laughs> and and I love because Seton does a great impression of Steve Ballmer. He's what an absolute lunatic. I know. But he gets so excited when he's dancing, and I I loved it. Uh, you know, and it sounds like it's a pretty cool arena, and it feels like it's going to be cozy. You know, it's going to be a home court advantage. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does. It looks incredible. Yeah, but they're trying to make it a true home court advantage, and also presenting the Clippers for the younger audience. Now in LA, it's all about the Lakers. But if you can get the fans when they're younger and experienced there, they go to it. They understand it. That this is unique. This is a fan experience there. You know, we talk about Madison Square Garden. Like, man, you got to see a game at the Garden. Okay, it's got a lot of history. It doesn't have the same ambiance, atmosphere that it once did. And it looks like when you go into a home that's right out of the 70s and they didn't upgrade the decor, it's like the Playboy Mansion. When I went to the Playboy Mansion, you go, all right, it's the Playboy Mansion. Golly, this thing needs to be renovated. I mean, not the women, but the building itself need to be renovated. Yes, Seaton. You know, I will say that there's something about, uh, like, I agree, Madison Square Garden, when you walk in there now, you're kind of like, huh. <laughs> okay, this is the Mecca of, okay, huh, interesting. But, you know, when Yankees tore down Yankee Stadium and built, put up the new one, yeah. the very first thing my father-in-law said, who's a Red Sox fan, was, Babe Ruth never played there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap, that's why you keep the old place. You have to have the ghosts. You have to have the ghosts. Yeah, but I don't think the Knicks have those ghosts. You know, that's that's. Can't you just start making it up? Get better at some. Well, ghost they won a couple of titles, but that's back in the seventies. Yeah, but I've ghosts. gone there when I truly understood what they were talking about with knowledgeable basketball fans in that environment, and whether it was a Big East game between Georgetown and St. John's. Or it was a Knicks game against the Celtics when Bernard King was playing there. Then I got it. But, you know, that that's a long time ago. You know, it just, I'm sorry, Julius Randle is just not bringing me to my feet right now. Yes, Marv. Reggie Miller might have more ghosts in there than some Knicks players. That's true. True. Yes, Paulie. So the LA Clippers are, uh, Steve Ballmer in his OSHA vest yesterday announced they're doing a thing called The Wall. And they're going to have 51 rows behind the basket. And there's rules if you're going to sit in these rows. You cannot cheer for the opposing team. I don't know how they're going to enforce that rule. Um, you cannot wear the opponent's gear. You have to be wearing Clippers gear or neutral. And uh, tickets can only be sold on the Clippers marketplace. They're trying to make a like a fan section, like almost a college basketball fan section for the Clippers. Yeah, they're calling it the wall. And a season on the wall ranges from $5,000 to $25,000. All right, I'm curious. I uh, the Joker was asked about that, you know, playing in an environment like Madison Square Garden, and he goes, "I've played in Serbia." <laughs> <laughs> now, if you watch basketball in Europe, especially in Serbia, they light flares inside. <laughs> they throw things. They heat up pennies and throw them at the players. Firecrackers. They bring in farm animals. <laughs> 
I made that one up. No, that's not true. But it, it is out of hand. It feels like there's chance going on the entire time. It's it's a soccer match. That environment when you're watching basketball in certain countries. Just enclosed. Yes. It's but, awesome. But lighting flares. No, you can't light a flare. Well, this is Serbia. Yes, Marvin. In a couple years, the All-Star game will be at that arena. 2026. Clippers? The wall? Yep, field trip. Oh, I thought you were talking about Serbia. No. All-Star game in Serbia? (laughs) I would love that. When is parade? (laughs) When is parade? Um, All right. Tampa Bay head coach Todd Bowles meeting with the media. Tampa Bay is going to Detroit to face the Lions. And Todd uh, was answering questions yesterday. And uh, here's the question and how Todd Bowles answered it. Looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. I don't. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. The reporter did her research by saying it's 13 degrees there, which is true, 13 degrees. It's 72 inside. You know, that that long walk from when you get off the bus to get to the locker room, how's that going to affect your uh, players, coach? Todd Bowles did a pretty good job there. And I was wondering how certain coaches would have handled something like that. (laughs) I don't know if Belichick, Belichick would probably have just been Belichickian and gone, yeah, game's indoors. But that's it. Where's Bill Parcells? I've been in press conferences with Bill, and he was the Giants head coach, and he was just a jerk. He, If you made any mistake or you made it seem like you knew some football, oh, okay, who read a book? And you go, uh, I don't know, I'm just asking a question, coach. Bel- Belichick, I think, would have swatted it away and the, just moved on. Bill Parcells would have lit you up. He would have he would have embarrassed you, but Todd Bowles, to his credit, just you know gave a matter of fact. Well, game's indoors. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yes, Todd. I thought he, initially when I heard that I thought he handled it pretty well, but now that I, the more I listen to, him, I feel like he could have even done even a better job to uh, make her not. That's not his job. She's, he didn't ask the question. She's among her colleagues and everything, and, and maybe she doesn't normally cover football, the team. Or to, I, thought, I thought he could have said something like, you know, thankfully, you know, we're in a dome. I'm sure it'll be cold. Are you the being city nice limits. because it's a female reporter? That's possible. Okay. But I would, I would hope he could have just said, you know, thankfully we're playing in the dome and it won't, you know, won't be that terrible. It'll be uncomfortable maybe outside. But once we're in, you know, everything should be fine. Instead of, you know, we're not playing in a dome. I thought but. he did a good job. I thought it could have been a lot worse. I thought it could have been a lot worse. As Seton said, what if Todd Bowles went uh, games indoors and we're not facing actual lions? You know, you know we're not actually playing <laughs> the animal lions. Like this, it's people. They're just called the lions. We're not actually facing lions. Oh, so it's indoors and you're not facing real lions. 
No, 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 we're not. Now, that would have been great. Yes, Todd. So it's called Ford Field now, not the Pontiac Silverdome. If it was still called the Silver Dome, that might have helped her out a little bit to realize, wait a second, Dome, I don't, maybe they're not playing outside. Mm-hmm. She got a little confused. Yeah. That might be, you know, our total team report on the Buccaneers, and you send people who are general reporters. You know, hey, we advanced. Hey, I, you know, I got a great story idea. It's, uh, you know, 72 in Tampa, but it's 13 in Detroit. I'll take it that angle, and I'll ask Coach about that. Total team report on the Buccaneers going to Detroit. And we send it out to Sally Lipper. <laughs> yes, and I talked to Coach Bowles, and I asked him about the weather in Detroit. Yes, Marv. After Todd Bowles said, you know, we play indoors, right? There was awkward silence <laughs> right after. And I was like, oh, the secondhand embarrassment I'm sure her colleagues oh. must have felt like, oh. Or as she's asking it about the weather, like, oh. I know, like, where are we going with this? Where are we? Like, is it going to be hard to land the plane because of the weather? Yes. Yeah, and she had clearly done some research that like she was thinking about whatever. Because she's like, and you know, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like 13 degrees out. <laughs> You know, she had really yeah. put yeah. in some work. Yeah, she was very. She was. It was a well prepared question about the weather in Detroit that they were going to face. My guess is those aren't her colleagues. She doesn't probably normally not. see those people. Probably not. It's probably just that's, a, that's a general assignment reporter who's out there. Once again, total team effort here, led by. Uh, <laughs> uh, local news. We're local. Live local. Late breaking. Yes, Todd. Would you have had the urge to be a little sarcastic there if you were the head coach in that position? Unless uh, the dome collapsed, which uh, no one has informed me, I think we're going to be okay inside. No, it did happen in Minnesota. That's true. Yeah, it did a couple of years ago. <laughs> yes, Paulie. I-, I found myself, as the question is going on, not thinking about the reporter, but thinking about what is Todd Bowles thinking of how to handle this? Because he's got 10 seconds to go in and just pile on someone or state the obvious that we are playing indoors. Like I almost felt bad for him in that situation. Weirdly. Well, once there's that awkward silence, I think that's when he realizes, okay, let me try to salvage this. Because if he would have said, you know, we play indoors. And then there's awkward silence. And then that's when he picks it up just a little bit. Where he's he's trying to help her a little bit. <laughs> you know, we, Wait, play it play it again. Oh, play it again. Dear. Oh no. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just oh. I I I wanna, you know, hear Todd Bowles portion of this. Okay. Looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside okay. for 20 yeah. seconds. Yeah, but I think she even says if you end up playing them in Detroit, uh, or you're facing those conditions, but, yeah, that one, um, wait, it's, it's I, I can't explain the experience of when you raise your hand or sometimes when you stand up in a press conference and everybody's looking at you. And all of a sudden, you hear yourself on the speakers there. Uh, yeah, coach, coach, coach. And then you ask that question. 
Now, I've been embarrassed by Don Shula. I've been embarrassed by Pat Riley. Been embarrassed by Phil Jackson. So, uh, Bill Parcells. So, I know the feeling. And even if you're asking a question where you've done research and it's a correct question, they may not want to answer it. Like, Pat Riley did that to me during the NBA Finals. And just blew me off. Uh, Don Shula didn't even answer my question. <laughs> so, like, that one's tough. He just moved on. He, he did. Like, he had you ask the question and then looked and was like, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not answer my question. The, the, <laughs> the Dolphins lost to the Jets. And Shula comes in and gives three minutes on the game. And then I go, Coach, what about... And he just walked away. And I thought, okay, all right. Did anybody see that now? No, all right, I'm good. No bloodshed. But Bill Part, Bob Knight, got embarrassed by Bob Knight. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a few of them. So I, I know that awkward feeling. Yes, Paul? But, but this is such a next level. Like, I was watching, there's this clip out there. I'm not going to say the actor name, but a famous actor was on a, one of those morning shows and was asked about some project they were working on. And the reporter asked about his wife who had passed away three years ago. And the actor was like, didn't didn't go out. Didn't let let it out. Just uh, meandered through an, a generic answer to not embarrass the reporter on air. I just can't imagine being the subject of the interview in a situation like that, and the reporter has a situation, and you have to either ignore it or clean it up or jab back. Sometimes you, no. Sometimes you just have to take your medicine. Yeah. You know. And when you get ready to raise your hand and you have a question. Make sure you got got it all buttoned up. Yes, Todd? If you're a news editor or someone that wants to refer to this story, because I'm noticing almost every article, the name is left out. I don't know if she's in witness yes. protection. It's just such a reporter asked a bad question. Like, well, how horrible is this? Do you like not want to make it worse for your fellow colleague by mentioning the name of the person? Yeah. yeah. I, just call it a reporter. Yeah. And it that. I mean, you know, that this is, this is tough. But, you know, it, it's something that you can learn from. It, you know, when you go in, you... you if everybody's there and you want to ask a question, you got to be buttoned up. You just do. Yes, Mark. Do you show her more grace if she's not a sports reporter? If she's just a random Fox affiliate? I have. I mean, sometimes you don't even know who's asking you questions. But I mean, that could explain this. That you know, probably not. You know, an everyday sports reporter. But I. I mean, it's more about bowls and answering the question, and that he's. He's almost like, you know, we play indoors. And then he, he kind of catches himself, and then he's like, um, um, you know, and then he's trying to salvage it a little bit. Just didn't think I would hear that question this week about the weather in Detroit. Yes, Todd? But he says, I suppose it'll be called for the 20 seconds that we'll be out there. That yeah, was a little snarky. That was. That, that was a, he could say, when we're outside, it'll be uncomfortable, but once we get in the dome, we'll be fine. Well, he did have a little bit of fun with it. And look, as somebody who's been humbled um, for if I ask an inappropriate question or, you know, not the best question to ask, I asked Dr. Jack Ramsey, one of the brilliant basketball minds, and I said, Jack, give me a question for Pat Riley. He said, Dan. And he started to tell me what I should ask Pat Riley. Because I wanted, you know, I wanted a basketball question that Riley would have to answer. And, and I had this question. And I asked him, and Riley didn't answer it. 
Didn't answer. Now, all of the New York writers, they're all around, and I'm asking this question. Here's Talking Hairdo, who wants to ask a question to Pat Riley. And Riles just dismissed it. And I was like, maybe he didn't hear me. I got ready to ask the question again. Thank God I didn't. Yeah, Paul. It's like if Dr. Jack Ramsey asked that question, he's got full credibility to ask it. Because you asked a serious basketball question. He looks at you and goes, reporter? Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Well, how about we take a break here? We'll hear from Patrick Mahomes. uh, TJ Watt as well. Have that for you coming up. Play of the days next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I, I even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Oh my God. The play play play. of the day. Check this out. Hooker defending with eight to shoot. Fox around a pick from Sabonis. Durant switches on Fox. He dribbles left. Forces up a three. It's blocked by KD. Taken by Booker. Ahead it's Durant. Back for Booker. They play catch. Durant lines up the three. And he knocks it down. 
That's courtesy of the Suns Radio Network. Kevin Durant finished with 27. Phoenix rallied from 22 down with eight and a half minutes to go. Play of the Day brought to you by TireRack.com, the official tire expert and retailer of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Try the easy-to-use tire decision guide. See the full lineup of Michelin tires, special offers, free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Patrick Mahomes playing in the cold, and his helmet cracked when he was hit Saturday night. And uh, he had this to say about his helmet and a backup helmet. They have a backup that's out there. We got to talk about where, where we store the backup because it was like frozen. So like when I try to put it, when I try to put it on, it was completely frozen. I couldn't get it on. I don't know if anyone got a picture of it. It didn't look great. Um, but uh, we were able to adjust it on the sideline, get it kind of warmed up a little bit, um, and uh, get get rolling from there. You know, he sounds like Chad from Traeger. Okay. I mean that's that's a random poll here. But, yeah, but let me let me hear Patrick Mahomes again. They have a backup that's out there. We got to talk about where, where we store the backup because it was like frozen. So like when I try to put it when I try to put it on, it was completely frozen. I couldn't get it on. Yeah, maybe I don't know if anyone got a maybe a little it. higher pitch, Chad, who is the uh, champion griller from Traeger. Yes, Paul. So you don't probably prepare at all for the backup helmet to be used, no. and it was sitting on the sidelines like in, in a, like a bag. They took it out, and they didn't think, well, we're going to keep this in a hot storage area. They have sideline guys, equipment guys, using their hands to like massage the padding with their warm hands. And they're, they're like, we don't have a lot of time to do this. There was like you know, 45 seconds to get this helmet ready. Well, that backup uh, helmet will be ready. What's the weather in Buffalo this weekend? If we look to see if we have any issues there? And it's not like Kansas City won't be ready to play in that weather, given the conditions in Kansas City and playing outdoors. That game will be outdoors in Buffalo, correct? Paulie? Sunday night in Buffalo, low of 20. Doesn't look like any chance of snow as of now, so that's not a big deal. Okay. I was asking if the game was going to be played out. I'm checking. As a journalist, indoor, I want to okay, make sure. I just want to make sure. I don't want to say Having something. a little bit of fun. That's haphazard. All right. Yeah, the dome, right? Yeah. Uh, TJ Watt, Steelers, edge rusher, had this to say about his head coach, Mike Tomlin. I want to play for Mike T. It was huge in my contract talks. Is I don't want to play for anybody other than Mike T. You guys understand and see in the way that I talk about how much I respect and appreciate him as a coach, as a man, as a leader. That's my endorsement for him. Did he say it's in his contract? Did you hear that? Yeah, when he's talking about uh, discussing his contract, his contract extension, is Mike T. going to be the coach? Oh, I thought it was in his contract that he... And didn't he just sign... A contract that made him the highest-paid defensive player? you got some extensions that are coming up with the Cowboys, which will be interesting. See what they do with Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons. Yeah, Paul. T.J. Watt has two more seasons on yeah, his contract, okay. making about... He's like, Is this right? I got him only making like $26 million a year. Hmm. I guess maybe not only. Maybe it was going to average at 30 That's correct. You could, yeah, a lot of it was on his signing bonus in 2021. Yeah, because Micah Parsons is probably going to say, I want that. I want 30. Although, man, he did a lot of talking on his podcast. And he's interesting, not afraid to say things. But you got to back it up when you get on the football field. I mean, your your response can't be that, you know, there's no holding calls. You know, they're not calling any holding calls against these guys, against me. Got to get to the passer. And uh, he has, but uh, second half of the season... Not good. 
Yes, yes, Marv. So he just needs one star on the side of his helmet, not two. You know, Steve Young said that yesterday, and I thought he was joking at first. But he said the Cowboys need to earn the star uh, stars on their helmet. If you win 10 games, the team gets a star, one star. <laughs> and if you win a playoff game that year, you get your other star. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was brilliant. Because that's a team, and Steve talked about this, they're already stars. I mean, literally, figuratively, they're stars. They're uh, celebrities. And he said they haven't earned anything. It's when you go to Dallas that you become that, just by proxy of being a Dallas Cowboy. And he said you're not. nobody's earning anything, and that's part of the problem with the Cowboys. The future of Jim Harbaugh. We'll talk about that coming up. Michael Irvin, the uh, former Cowboy great Hall of Famer, the playmaker, joins us as well. One hour in the books, two more to go on this Wednesday. We're back after this. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 